0: To all of my melanated kings and queens my brothers and sisters in africa as well as south africa and to my large listening audience around the globe i welcome each and every one of you back to another episode of cwtg where we talk about anything and everything with absolutely no sugar no frosting and definitely no mayonnaise so listen y'all go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee tea a latte, whatever it is you prefer to drink, your cocoa, and join me for this next story, ladies and gentlemen, as we talk about this entitled uh, Karen, who uh, is a Mazungu, and, and uh, she slaps a black teenage pizza worker because they didn't have any crazy bread. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard me say it she calls him all type of uh, uh, racial slurs and when she found out that that didn't offend him well you know what let me just get out the car and physically assault him since me calling him all of these uh, racial slurs didn't bother him okay mind you now we're talking about a teenager like a 16 year old teenager you know who goes to school all day and then has the uh audacity to pull himself up by his bootstraps and have a, uh, job after school. Yeah, we're gonna get right into this story, ladies and gentlemen, as soon as we take care of a little, uh, dirty laundry, because you know at the studios of Chilling with Teddy G., we keep our dirty laundry clean with the copyright disclaimer act of nineteen seventy-six under Title Seventeen Section 107, where allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit educational or personal use tips to balance in the favor of fair use. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into this story. So when you have a bright young Uh, Native American teenager Who's following all the rules By the way That y'all set by For him to do You know Get good grades You know uh, Get a job uh, Pull yourself up by your bootstraps Obey the law Do everything that you can So you can be a productive Black individual in society Well ladies and gentlemen When we do that you can see how systemic racism steamed way back from slavery or whatever and whatnot still exists today because this young man has complied by all the rules that you guys have set forth as well as his parents rules and regulations the guys got good grades uh he's doing his homework he has a job even after uh, he goes to school. So all his time is filled up. He, he don't have any uh, uh, leisure time to go and do things that y'all always say that uh, black children do. Right. You're running the streets. You're on the corner. You're smoking pot. You're doing this. You're doing that. You're doing the other thing. Well, we know that that's not the case. And especially not in the case of this young man, ladies and gentlemen, who was simply doing his job and got racial slurs thrown at him. And when that didn't uh, offend him, the Mazugu racist woman decided to say, well, you know what? I'm going to slap you in your face multiple times, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. You heard me say it. Multiple times. And when this doesn't get a rise out of the uh, young man as she uh, expected it would, because she's got the nerve to ask him, oh, are you offended? Are you upset by what I've called you? And he politely tells her, no, no, I'm not. But please, let's get these uh, pieces out of the way and uh, keep the line moving. Well, this offends the Mzungu. Carrying, and she proceeds to get out of her car and slaps this guy several times okay and this is uh totally unacceptable this type of behavior ladies and gentlemen only proves what i've been telling y'all all along and what other uh palm has been telling you guys that Systemic racism is just alive in America and thriving, and growing. And this is the reason why they sit back and tell you, "Oh, we don't want to talk about TRC. We don't want it taught in the schools. We don't. We don't want it to be involved in with our children because they had nothing to do with uh, critical race theory." But, ladies and gentlemen, the, the, it is still alive today in, in in different forms. It's still being taught in the homes ahead. this woman, as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, is 71 years old. And she's trying to offend and upset this uh, young man who's simply doing his job. And doing it quite well because why? He's he's remaining professional no matter how ignorant she gets. And yet still, they don't want to give y'all no tangibles. They don't want to give us no, no reparations. But everybody else across the board seems to be getting it. Yeah, this is the a, 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 a same story, ladies and gentlemen, on a, a different day. That's all this is. But we're going to go to Dr. Rashad Ritchie, ladies and gentlemen, from uh, Undisputable and get this uh, whole entire story.
1: Uh, this is a woman from Enid, Oklahoma, has been charged over a racially motivated attack on a black teen employee at Little Caesars. Okay, Her name is Rachel Schuerman. That's her name. Sureman is charged with malicious harassment based upon race, which carries a maximum of $1,000 as a fine and up to one year in jail. However, it wasn't until two weeks after the March 30th incident that she was charged. She was arraigned on April 21st, has a bond appearance court hearing on May 12th. We will follow that bond has been set at $5,000. Surveillance footage shows the assault. Let's go to that. That is her literally getting out of her vehicle, opening her door at the drive-thru to slap a teenager, a black teenager. 17-year-old Chris Beard was working as a drive-thru cashier after school when a asked for an order of two pizzas and crazy bread. When she was informed they did not have crazy bread Uh, She became irate. Chris then told her that if she came to the window, she could still get the two requested pizzas. All right, sounds reasonable to me, right? Listen, we're out of crazy bread, Madel, okay? Uh, the irony here. We're out of crazy bread, but we, in fact, do have pizza left. Just come on around, and I can accommodate that request, okay? Um, Shewerman pulled around to the window and asked the working team, do you want a diploma? Chris responded, well, yes. The woman then said, listen here, N-word. The incident report shows. Chris in turn asked, what? Schuerman then replied, you heard me, you effing N-word. She then asked if her words hurt the young black teen. After he replied no, the report goes on to state that Schuerman then got out of her car, stepped up to the window, and slapped Chris two times across his face. When the manager asked Shulman what happened, she said, I harassed him like I always do. She later told police she was just joking around with the kid and then said, you, you know how it is. The teen told his parents about the incident when he arrived home and they took him to the local police department to file a complaint but the family sought legal counsel after not hearing back from the police department now i got some other twists and turns here okay
0: okay before we get to those other twists and turns though ladies and gentlemen did you hear what she told the police <clears throat> you know how we do it that's the uh, uh term for we stand on code okay we all is on the same page right here yeah we can do this to them and they can't do absolutely nothing about it. And this is the reason why these parents did not hear back from law enforcement race soldiers after they had filed an official complaint. And keep in mind now, the manager went to a purse, you know, and asked her, oh, what is the problem? And she openly admit, come on, you know, I harass this young black teenager and all of your black employees all the time. This is what we do, and the manager did what? Absolutely nothing about it. That's one of the major things that y'all need to keep in mind, okay? When his boss was informed about what this uh, crazy Mzungu Karen had did, he did absolutely nothing about it. Go ahead, Brother uh, Richie.
1: A teenager just got physically assaulted in your establishment, I'm talking to the manager who didn't do a damn thing. Teenager or minor gets assaulted by an adult. You should have filed the police report. You should have sworn out a warrant for the arrest. Absolutely. But you did not. You wanted to reason with the customer who just slapped one of your employees and called them the N-word multiple times. What kind of manager are you? What kind of person are you? There's more the Garfield County DA, Michael Fields, on the left. Let's put him up. And the Enid Police Department Chief, Brian Skaggs, on the right, Fields told local outlet KFOR that Enid Police could not arrest Sherman because officers did not witness the misdemeanor with their own eyes. Have you ever heard of that before? What? You ever heard of that? What? You know why you haven't heard of it? Because it's a damn lie. That's why you've never heard of it. Witness testimony is reliable but see they actually had video here they had witness testimony you had a victim and you had video you had enough evidence to indict you had enough evidence to do more than arrest you literally had enough evidence for a grand jury to indict for a crime but they said oh no 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 I no, no. we we didn't see it with our own eyes how many crimes would the cops arrest people for if they just had to see the crime with their own eyes. This must be a special white lady privilege. I have never heard of this before in my natural life. Ever. All right, Uh, even though there's surveillance footage, uh, as I said, they initially said they couldn't do anything. Enid officers had to pass the case off to the DA, so prosecutors conducted their own investigation, a a bunch of interviews, and then they finally uh, put out the arrest warrant and locked her up. She proves the privilege exists. It took them weeks to do this and they did not want to. And if it had not been for the parents of this young black male teenager who hired private counsel in order to get to the bottom of this, that woman would have gotten away with criminal assault of a minor. And nobody in the community, nobody in the chain of command, no one who's an authority figure in his life would have done the right thing by him. Not the city, not the cops, not his manager, but his parents did. What are we saying about the life of black youth when it takes this much for someone to be arrested for physically assaulting them on their job?
0: Jordan, thoughts here? Listen, let me tell y'all something. And you may not believe this, but this is a fact. This is all a part, ladies and gentlemen, of the uh, school to prison pipeline, as I have told y'all before in the past. Okay? When when a, uh, a young, native, black American does all the right things, okay, they're making sure that uh, he holds some hostility, holds some anger, holds some doubt about his future when things like this is prevalent and happening to him, and uh, there isn't absolutely nothing being done about it, except by his parents. This is the reason why I tell uh, uh, all of my listeners and all of my uh, uh, um, parents of some of my listeners that you have to uh, stand by your child. And you have to do right by him because society, the city that you live in, the uh, corporation that they may work for, okay, the the law enforcement is not backing this young child. If it hadn't been for he had these parents backing him up and uh, uh, protecting him, you know, as you're supposed to do anyway, this would have got brushed under the carpet, brushed under the rug, I should say and that he would be living with this type of a, a humiliation, which is a part of what they do to show you that you mean absolutely nothing when it comes to uh, society, when it comes to doing the right thing. We don't give two cents about you doing the right thing. In fact, we do what we do to encourage you to do the wrong thing. Because who knows if this had been a, uh, a teenager who would have had this type of uh, hostility that I'm talking about build up in him already, what he might have uh, uh, said uh, to this uh, uh, crazy Mazungu Karen. All right, we've seen it happen all too often. And this is how they keep this uh, railroad from the uh, school to prison pipeline active and that pool steam ahead. All right, let's get this brother's opinion on this.
2: This this story is so telling. So aside from, you know, you have like the, the funny detail, which is like the crazy bread thing, and like that, okay, that's absurd. But then think about what she said when she was explaining herself, right? Oh, I just harassed him like I always do. So this is somebody who like revels in this. She asked the kid if she hurt him with her words, the N-word, twice. And that you, you you could infer in that like she just did that because she knew that word is rooted in hate and racism and a lot of historical pain. So it reflects who she is on the inside. And then she said, like, when the police uh, got involved, she told them that she was just joking around. You know, you know how it is. Like that's pretty telling too. It's like, oh come on guys, we're <laughs> we're all racists here. And they just decide they they declined to do anything anyway. Like it's, it's just, it's like a perfect encapsulation of racism and white supremacy and policing in this country. To start to finish the entire thing, all the characters involved, it's really absurd. I feel bad for the kid and his family. He, didn't, he certainly didn't deserve that. Uh, I can't imagine Crazy Bread is, is very good, let alone that great. Uh, it's just, it's really, really absurd. I feel bad for the kid.
1: Yeah, all right, one correction, Jordan. Um, crazy Bread is good.
0: Well, if you say so, Brother uh, Dr. Richard, I happen to don't think so. I don't agree. I don't think crazy bread is that good. But uh, let me tell you something. If this would have, uh, have done uh, anything, if this kid, think about it now, this Native American black child would have done anything to this lady, his mother and his father would have had to uh, had him in juvenile arraignment within 24 hours, uh, 48, 24, whatever. I can guarantee that. There's no doubt about it. There is a clear unbalance here that's going on, ladies and gentlemen, in the divided snakes of America. Any African-American student or a kid that uh, went into an establishment and slapped a white person upside the head, come on now. They would have been arrested the same day. There's no doubt about it in my mind. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, racism at full throttle, okay? And the only justice that this child is gonna see is gonna have to come at the hands of his parents, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, sue uh, uh, this uh, 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 Shimmerman, uh, maybe the Eaton uh, uh, Police Department, and definitely a Little Caesars, where he was employed at, For not standing by their employee, who was clearly not only in uh, the right, but handled the situation professionally. With all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and end this this episode. You know, before I go off on a tangent, when you've got uh, young, successful uh, uh, students doing the right thing by themselves, by their parents, by the uh, establishment or corporation that they work for and uh, not getting any justice from the community or the uh, city or the law enforcement. We're going to stay on top of this story and see where it goes. But I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of uh, Chilling with Teddy G. As I tell y'all always at the end of every show, please continue to do your social distancing. We will never, ever, ever be out of the woods with the COVID-19 and all the variances that's uh, popping up. Uh, with all that being said, I want y'all to know I give y'all these warnings. I bring y'all these stories for one reason and one reason only. That's because I love you. And loving you guys is my food. And Teddy G is hungry each and every single day of his life. And until I have the opportunity to grace you guys again, I bid each and every one of you peace, love, and soul. In America as a black person you recognize there is one set of
1: laws for you and one set of laws for those especially in the white community. In our book, Passive Aggressive Racism in the System of White Supremacy I take you through times in my life when I first started noticing white supremacy we teach you how to recognize it identify it and also counter it in our book. This book is a beginner's course for those that are just starting to wake up and open their eyes to see the system of white supremacy. As a black American person you may must understand this system because this system is life or death to you how you handle it how you deal with it it can affect your mental health if you don't understand this system pick up our book past aggressive racism and the system of white right supremacy today on amazon